For those who don't know me, uh, I'm I'm an ageing retired Baptist minister. If there ever such a thing, apart from the ageing process. There you go. Hands up those who love gardening. Gardening. Who are the gardeners amongst you? Okay. How about those who love gardens but don't like gardening? Okay. That's good. Okay. How many bakers have we got amongst us? I don't mean professional in a shop, but bakers. Who bakes at home? Bakes. Okay. Those who've got no cooking skills whatsoever. Okay, those who've got no gardening skills whatsoever and can't cook. <laughs> this is especially for you. This, this, this is, is uh, not Saturday kitchen, this is Sunday morning live. Okay, right. The kingdom of heaven or God is like dot 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 is that the oh we're there yeah of course we look that way I can see brilliant right okay when I went off to Bible college uh, many many years ago now I can remember one of the early essays that uh, I was asked to write said this the kingdom of God Realm or reign? Discuss. Okay. Now we could now for the next half an hour say get into groups and come up with an answer. But we won't. Because I I prepared something. So it's alright, it's my mistake. Oh put that in my pocket. Okay. He's worried I'm gonna go walk about, so that's what he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Realm or reign. What it meant was, when we think about kingdom, in human terms, earthly terms, we think of geographical boundaries. Places where usually person or persons rule. And they protect their boundaries. They fight sometimes to expand their boundaries. But it's about a contained place. But when we think about the kingdom of God, we are thinking about a reign. R-E-I-G-N, in case you're wondering. In other words, God pervades his kingdom everywhere and has done so since the beginning of time. So, we come along and we hear these parables. Quite short. And it talks about... Get my verses off. Mustard seed. And it talks about yeast. So, let's just look at the first one. Thank you. So, it says, a mustard seed is planted... Now, Matthew says, in a field... Luke says, 
It is like a tiny mustard seed that a man planted in a garden. And I thought it was lovely. I saw one commentator that said that Dr. Luke probably reads Better Homes and Gardens and Matthew reads Agriculture International. I thought it was quite good, that. It, it just leads us in many ways to sometimes look at things. However, as we know with parables, they have a truth. A truth. And what you have to be careful with parables is that you don't analyse them too much so that you lose that truth and end up discussing all the anomalies around it because it will start to fall apart because it was never meant to be a a pure gardening programme or a pure baking programme. It's to answer what is the kingdom like. And it's good, Matt earlier briefly introduced it. There was a slight panic for a moment because, and he knows what I'm going to say, as a preacher, you know, when you're not leading and preaching, if your slouch is leading, you sit there and someone early on stands up to do a children's address and you can see your sermon disappearing into the ether <laughs> as all your points are raised and you're thinking, oh, thank you, Lord, for that. But Matt knows what I was So he was good because he knew how far to go without intruding, and I'm grateful for that. So, the mustard seed. It's a very short parable, isn't it? He says that. Kingdom of heaven is like mustard seed. Find it filled, and it becomes large. And it certainly does. And if we go on to the next slide, this is a mustard tree. Uh, actually, it's termed a shrub out in the Middle East area. And you can see it's quite an extensive uh, thing. And um, it's better there isn't a person there somewhere just to kind of show the size. But it is enormous. It is enormous. So, it reminded me of our garden. Now, Catherine, bless her, is the gardener. So, we've got the next one. Now, this is where we live. We're in North Belton, and one of these... Many new housing areas are rising in this part of Somerset. Uh, this was, um, well, 2012, I'm going to get Catherine now, into 13, wasn't it? When we, when we arrived at the, the, this house, on the new housing area, uh, it was just uh, grass of um, not high quality, shall we say, and, and a few slabs. And anyway, Catherine was some help designed and we... We had some work done and we had this turned into, um, uh, as you can see there. Now, on the back wall, if you look, those who've got the side, you'll see a few early shrubs put in. And there's one on the left. If you can see, just going up the wall like a... Okay, just on, on the left of that back wall. Now, I wrote it down. This is a Ceanothus. Now, I wrote that down because when I go around gardens or people come to our house and if I go out with them and they say, oh, what is that? And I go, oh, the purpley thing or the pinky thing or the yellowy thing or the red thing. Now and again I do recognise something and I go and name that I might know. It's a Ceanothus. And um, it's interesting because I can remember in the early days uh, Audrey came to our house and she saw that and she said, why are you growing that? So I said, well, Kathy wants to fill a bit of space on the back wall. She said, 
you know they grow. <laughs> Why would I know that? I'm not a gardener. Okay, so if you go on to the next slide. Okay. Now, on the right <laughs> is how it is today. It's, it's way above the wall and uh, it's expanded. Uh, it's an evergreen, I know what that means, and it's got purple flowers. And the thing is that in there, the birds go. Not to feed off it, but they go to hide. They go in there to hide because just to the right of that is a bird feeder. And you need to know also that within the area that we live in, within two or three houses, there are five cats, none of which are ours. But they do enjoy coming to our raised borders, I gather. Anyway, so the birds kind of hide in there, and then when there's no cats around, they come out, they grab a bit of seed from the feeder, and then they go back in. So that's a good place for birds. It also demonstrates how things can grow larger than you anticipated. And I think we have to be truthful about that. Kathy isn't always truthful about this. She says it's intended to be like that. I just think it's beyond what I have imagined. So here we have this, what is the kingdom like? It is the smallest of all seeds becomes the largest of garden plants. It's the kingdom of God that has been there right from the beginning. In many ways, small and hidden, but has grown and grown and is everywhere. It's God's reign. Even in countries that have laws that say there cannot be another faith but that but not Christianity. Christianity still pervades. The persecuted church, the hidden church. I can remember as a, as a young Christian many years ago reading about Christians in China where it was all forbidden and the church, the, the, the underground church, the secret church, the hidden church was there and expanding. And that's how the kingdom of God is. It's there. And it is expanding. We, sometimes we're limited by our thinking, especially in this country, about Christianity, about what is the Christian faith and how can it happen and grow. And it does, and it is. And it's only the enemy is trying to convince us that it's not growing, and it isn't. But it is. And there's something amazing about it. This little seed becomes so big. And what might seem as a little thing like the kingdom of God is enormous. It's amazing. It is everywhere. This is what the kingdom of God is like. I think, I think that one of the problems that we do have is our concept of our God and who he is. He's just glorious. He's magnificent. He's there. And we know there are terrible tragedies. We think recently of the dam breaking down in, in, in Brazil. And we say, where is God? But God is there. And if God wasn't there, I have to think things would be even worse sometimes because it draws people in to help, to bring compassion, to bring love, to bring 
hope. People who are out isolated, where they haven't got a community of believers around them, have God, because where they are is the kingdom of God. And that's the wonderful thing about it. And, and they have that hope that is firm and sure, because the kingdom isn't just for here on earth. The kingdom is in heaven. It's called the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. And we shall think about that towards the end. So, there's this little seed, which has grown to something quite amazing, where birds come and they make nests in its branches. The kingdom is somewhere where you and I can go for protection, for shelter. Yes, and also for feeding. That is the kingdom of God. It's God's reign everywhere. Are you part of that kingdom this morning? Are you sitting there wondering what it's all about? Would you not like and wonder and love to be drawn in to a kingdom where God is the king? Not a human being seeking power, but a God who comes in grace and love and mercy. So let's just go on to the... Um, yeah, and then another one, I think, Rachel. Yeah, that's fine. So let me come on to the yeast. The kingdom of heaven is like the yeast a woman used in making bread. Even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. Now then, have a visual aid. No expense spared. In my bag for life. Anybody recognise this? Pardon? Dough hook. Or it could be part of pantomime of Peter Pan. No, okay, never mind. Right, yes. This is now I have we have got a slide, I'm just checking because Kathy did the lovely slides for me. Yes, I think that's that one. Yes. This belongs to that. What is that? A Kenwood chef. Yes. And it still works. And we had that as a wedding present. That is over 50 years old. It is still working. What about your bread makers? How long did they last? (laughs) When we got married, we had a flat in Birmingham. Hooray! That's where we lived. And uh, I was working in the research labs at the university. Catherine was teaching at Edgbaston High School for Girls. And uh, this was wonderful, because on a Saturday morning, we used to make bread. Well, to be honest, I made the bread. I became the dough maker. And it's wonderful. Catherine said, when I got this part of the sermon... I should have had a bowl of dough and, you know, I should be talking and kneading it at the, at the same time. But I didn't think that was a good idea, so I thought I'd bring a picture. And um, it was wonderful because you used to put the, the hook on it, would do the initial 
oh, mix it. And then you could wait for it to rise and then you eat it again and it rise. And it's a long time ago. My memory has to bring back what I actually did to, you know, and then put it in the little bread tins. Now, it was wonderful because it was fresh. You, you knew the ingredients were what you bought. You know, it's a mixture of, of good quality flour, etc. There was no additives, etc. And, uh, and then you had to nurture the yeast and the yeast went in with the mix, etc. So, so that was kind of wonderful. Um, and then Catherine's cousin showed me how to make lardy cake. Now, lardy cake, in case those who are not bakers know, you, you, you make your dough. <laughs> yeah? Beware, Matt. I was your size one time. Now, <laughs> so, so the dough, and, and, and so she, she explained to me how I would fold the dough and put the fr- fruit in it. And there was one problem, is that fruit always went to the side. I never did discover why the fruit went to the side. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. It just didn't happen. However, what we realised was this warm bread and this wonderful, warm, lardy cake sugar and the, oh, wonderful oh thank you God for that it was except we, we realised we were putting weight on <laughs> uh, at, at an alarming rate so I stopped we stopped and I've never done it since so that dough hook has not been used for a long time but the chefette goes on so right Inspiring stuff, this, you know, about a bit of gardening, you know, about dough, but what, what's it all about? Well, as the sea shows us the kingdom growing out through this world of ours, and the kingdom existing out there, because God is out there, and God is here today with us. This is how great God is. But this is something special, because yeast works from within. The yeast works in the dough by filling it with thousands of tiny pockets of CO2, which is, you see, this is the informative morning for you, carbon dioxide, now that's some chemistry, which little bottles of gas which expand when warm. And so, when we have the kingdom of God within us, Jesus within us, because we know him as our Lord and our Saviour, then it's the yeast that causes the dough to be dough and to rise and to be something that's very useful. And this warmth reflects itself in the warm breath of God, the Holy Spirit, the Old Testament ruach. It's little, but when God is at work, it becomes great. And this is often, you know, the kingdom of heaven is like things that grow in that way, but within. We need to grow in Jesus Christ. And as part of being a Christian, We are part of God's kingdom of heaven on earth and we need to allow allow that that yeast, the spirit, to be there within us. And the amazing thing is, it doesn't take a large quantity. It's not like we need to have 
a great faith ain't to happen. The word says that faith as big as a mustard seed will set you off. And once you set that process off, there is growth. Once you set the freedom of the Spirit to be within you, there is growth. And whatever little faith you have can grow and give you faith for more. I know when uh, the recent Alpha group started over in uh, where we are, at North Featherstone, um, those who were part of it were excited how many people turned up. And uh, it's it interesting because uh, a guy who joins us from Nankin Church, he, he, he said, this is wonderful. He said, I only had faith for three people. But that's fine. It's not something to be derided. He had faith that someone would come along and he thought in his mind, about three people, that would be good. But more than three came. But he does start somewhere. At least he had the faith to believe in what was going to happen. And we need to have that as well. We need to have uh, the ability to let these things happen. To be enthralled and excited by the size of the reign of God that we are part of. Worldwide. It's, it's amazing. And when you travel overseas and meet Christians from other places and see the circumstances that they meet in, the joy that's there. I think last week, Matt, you talked about the joy. The joy that comes out of knowing God. And it's just wonderful. So it's that excitement of what's going to happen. And what do we, the, the results will be as things go on. I think I'll read the... Uh, I found this um, uh, in a book by um, a chap called um, Robert Capon. He's, he's not, no longer alive. He, I think he died about 2013, in his 80s. Um, Episcopalian priest and a gourmet chef. So it's not surprising, I read, that he thought the parable about the East, only a few lines, only not many words, was one of his favourites parables and he wrote this just as yeast always must be present for dough to exist dissolved in the liquid that makes dough becomes dough at all the kingdom of heaven also entered the world at its creation for by with and in the very fluids that make and restore creation by the waters on whose face the Spirit moved, by the mist that watered Eden, by the paschal blood on the doorposts in Egypt, by the blood of the covenant on Sinai, by the waters of Jordan in Jesus' baptism, by the blood and water from his side on the cross, and by the river of life in the new Jerusalem. The Word, who is the yeast, that leaves not one scrap of this world unleavened, has always been hidden in his creation. The word did not just start existing in a manger, in a stable in Bethlehem. But in that time on earth, he showed his face. He told us his name. 
and he redeemed us and sent us out to share the good news of the kingdom of heaven with everybody. Just think for a few moments on those words. The word who is the yeast that leaves not one scrap of this world unleavened has always been hidden in his creation. This is the word that is for you. He is for you this morning. If you don't know him this morning, and you'd love to be part of a kingdom that doesn't have boundaries, that has a loving, graceful God full of mercy who wants to be your king. If you want to be part of something that's amazing, universal, and enormous, then maybe this is the morning, this is the day, you give your life to the Lord. Maybe this is the day that you put aside fears and as a Christian you open yourself up truly to the yeast who is the Spirit of God to pervade your lives to let him have his way amongst you. Don't sit on the edges. Get in the middle. Feel the Lord rising within you and what he's calling you to be and to do. I would like us to stand together and to read together a version of the Lord's Prayer. It's going to hopefully come up. Please do read the one that's on the screen rather than one, the version that you may know. And I want you to just, as we read it, think about the word kingdom. Remember, this is, was in answer to the request to the Lord, how do we pray? And he said, like this. Now, we do share it as a corporate prayer, and it's good that we have to think that we can read together and say together. But it is, pray like this, as much as we've thought about the kingdom is like this. It's a small seed that grows into something enormous. It's yeast that causes dough to be dough, truly dough. It says, your kingdom come. And later on, it says, the kingdom the power and the glory are yours. So let's prayerfully read this and just let God speak into your innermost being this morning. Encourage you, challenge you, show you his love. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done 
on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Bless you in this coming week.